Pasca nostrum immolatus est Christus, itaque epulemor in asimis sinceritatis et veritatis. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the feast with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. These words are from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 5. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Pascha nostrum immolatus est Christus. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. In the exalted, the beautiful prayer of consecration, sung by the deacon over the paschal candle at the beginning of this vigil, we heard, These then are the feasts of Passover, in which is slain the true lamb, whose blood anoints the doorposts of all believers. Easter is Passover. Now, for those of us who speak and think in English, we must constantly remind ourselves that in in the Greek of the New Testament and in the Latin of the liturgy and in about every other modern language, the word for Easter is some form of Passover. So think of yourselves as saying, Happy Passover, because that's what we are really saying. In everyday English, Passover is simply a Jewish feast, something of the Old Covenant. But in fact, in fact, Easter is the Passover, the Passover of Israel when the angel of death passed over their homes marked with the blood of the Passover lamb and the Passover of Christ who passed over from death to life and whose blood marks us for eternal life. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. Let us therefore celebrate the festival, says St. Paul, with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Now the lambs offered that first Passover in Egypt were just that, lambs slaughtered, roasted, and eaten. They had no power in themselves. Their blood's power to protect the firstborn of Israel from the angel of death came from the people's obedience to God. And this protection was not absolute. For each of them, the angel of death would return one day, because in the end, they all died. But Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. The one true lamb whose blood anoints the doorposts of believers. The blood of the true lamb, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, this blood marks the doorposts of our very being, of our body and of our soul. This blood marks us out for eternal life. 
itaque epulemur in azimis sinceritatis et veritatis. Let us therefore celebrate the feast with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. In the scriptures, the other name for Passover is the feast of unleavened bread. Because along with eating the Passover lamb, God commanded the Israelites uh, should eat unleavened bread, knowing that in their haste to flee Egypt, they would have no time to make regular bread with yeast, but only the unleavened flat bread of nomads. Now, Passover is celebrated for eight days, and during those eight days, the Jews eat only unleavened bread. It was this unleavened bread that our Lord took and blessed and broke at the Last Supper, the Passover meal. It was this unleavened bread that he took and blessed and broke on that afternoon when, risen from the dead, he sat down to supper with two of his disciples on the road to Emmaus. It is this unleavened bread that becomes the glorious risen body of Christ, the Lamb of God, on our altar tonight. Because tonight the, living, the risen Lord is in our midst, not just as a memory, not just in our faith. He is truly here in his risen and glorious body. The Passover lamb and the unleavened bread of old were potent symbols and prophecies in action of things to come. The blood of the lamb and the unleavened bread become the body of Christ are our Passover feast. In the risen Christ, we too pass over from death to life. In the risen Christ, we eat of the true Passover lamb whose blood wards off the angel of eternal death. In the risen Christ, we pass over from the Egypt of sin to the new life of grace, the life of God himself. Our passing over the Red Sea is our washing in the waters of baptism. Our pillar of cloud by day and of fire by night is the risen Christ, the true light of the world who reveals to us all truth. Our Mount Sinai, the giving of the law, is the risen Christ's gift of the Holy Spirit dwelling in each of us as in a temple and teaching us all things. Again, the exalted, these then are the feasts of Passover in which is slain the one true lamb whose blood anoints the doorposts of believers. Our English word for Easter, I mean, excuse me, for Passover, Easter, literally means springtime, when the sun returns from the east, hence Easter. And when the cold and 
It is when the cold and barren earth brings forth new life. One of the most beautiful ancient hymns for Easter is called Salve Festa Dies, Hail the Festival Day. And one of his verses puts it this way. All the fair beauty of earth, from the death of winter arising, every good gift of the year, now with its master returns. The risen Lord is the eternal word, through whom all things were made and who keeps all things in existence. That is why there is no contradiction between the celebration of springtime and the celebration of the Passover of Christ. Our joy at the rebirth of nature is one with our joy in the resurrection. For nature, too, passes from death to life in the resurrection of Christ. All creation is reborn in Christ. All creation rejoices in the resurrection. What is our Passover tonight? What angel of death hovers near our homes? What Red Sea blocks our escape from the Egypt of sin and our true freedom in Christ? What part of our lives is a barren winter landscape longing for the life and beauty of spring? Whatever it is, wherever it is, the Lord Jesus is there with us. Even if we find ourselves in a hell of our own making, he who descended into hell for love of us calls to us, calls out, Come, eat and drink my Passover feast. Pass over with me from death to life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.